everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is, oh my goodness, Tuesday, December 29th. And uh, I'm going to encourage you guys a little bit today because I think that there have been so many relationships that seem to be really struggling in the age of the Rona. So we're going to talk a little bit about friendships and what it means to have iron sharpen iron. I'm also going to answer some of your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. you guys had a wonderful weekend and that you're starting to like get your sea legs back right after the after the holidays kind of messes everything up and gets your rhythm sort of off. Do you guys sort of feel that way? Your rhythm's kind of off. I wanted to let you know that I my husband and I came by the uh, the resource center the other day and we, you know, went and got the mail, just some things because the center's closed right for Christmas and New Year's. And uh, we we're able to go to the mailbox together and hundreds of letters, which have been coming in over days. And we've been, you know, putting them up on the walls here at the resource center and even at my house. And we had an opportunity to read uh, out loud. So he read some of your letters to me because my eyes are still bothering me a little bit from the surgery. Thank you guys so much for praying for me. Uh, the surgery, by the way, went well. And I am uh, recovering from that. Right now, I've only got one eye done. And so the other eye is supposed to be done at some point in the, uh, the beginning of January. We're still trying to figure that out. But for right now, I've got this thing called monovision. <laughs> it's really not that fun. I mean, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, and I haven't had any infection or anything like that. But just keep praying. I'm sure there's going to have to still be some more uh, things that need to be done. But for the first time in forever and ever, amen, I'm reading without reading glasses, which is really exciting. And my eyes, the one I have had done is letting a little bit more light in, which is um, really nice. Anyway, but he was reading the uh, all that, I digress, all that to say, he was reading uh, some of your letters to me. And honestly, uh, some of you have taken quite a bit of time to write, you know, really meaningful things. Many of you have sent in donations. I can't tell you how many times both my husband and myself have just been in tears uh, listening to what the Lord is doing in your lives through the ministry that is Firmly Planted Family and through the Homeschool Resource Center and through the podcast. So I wanted to say thank you for writing them. They really do mean a lot to us and we really do read them. So thank you for doing that. Um, also, a couple things uh, before I get to sort of the meat of what I wanted to talk about, which really is relationships, because relationships on the Rona, not that fun. You guys having fun yet? I'm not. We have a couple of really great things coming up on the calendar. So the first or second weekend, I guess, in January, January 8th and 9th, we are hosting right here at Firmly Planted a weekend uh, that we're, you know, just generically calling, you know, Visitor's Day. <laughs> and we're going to open up the center for people who are interested and serious about seeing what we're doing here and possibly starting their own. That's happening starting at about 5 p.m. PM on the 8th in the evening and then uh, on Saturday the 9th. And we'll walk you through it. We'll tell you what we're doing, what it took to get it off the ground. 
kind of the nuts and bolts. And so if you're interested in that, I'll link back to a way you can register for that in the show notes today. And a lot of you have been asking when we'll be done on Saturday. And so we plan to start at 5 p.m. on Friday and we'll be done by 5 p.m. on Saturday. So for those of you who just want to do a quick trip, this is a great opportunity for you to do that registration. It's just 20 bucks. That's going to help us cover some food. And uh, I think you guys are going to be really, really blessed. We'll have some members of our board out here as well as our staff to kind of tell you how it how we run it on the on the day on a day to day basis, how many students we're able to minister to, and then my husband and I obviously give you guys the vision and the history behind the resource center, which really is nothing short of miraculous. So that's happening again on the eighth and ninth right here at the Friendly Planet Homeschool Resource Center, and I will link back to how you can register. Uh, and get more information in the show notes today. Also wanted to let you know that my schedule is starting to fill up. So I asked you, for those of you who are interested in hosting me, we're having a lot of weird things happen to my schedule again. And like I told you guys before, this is how we make a living. So it's a a really weird thing for us to see the thing that we thought, oh, this is going to be how we make a living, just sort of get, you know, uh, obliterated really for, for lack of a better word. And the Lord has been so gracious to us in the midst of all this. Something my husband and I learned very early on in our marriage was the timing of God and the provision of God will always go hand in hand. God's grace will always be there when you need it. Right. And, and he's rarely early, but he's never late. This is how the Lord works. And so as we're watching what's happening um, in the hotel industry, and we're just like, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? Um, where should we, where do we put our focus? We are really going to be pivoting. Haha, I told you that was my word for 2021. We're going to be, um, we're going to be pivoting and really putting our attention to helping start homeschool resource centers and doing my own women's conference. So I, I typically do only about four to five of them a year, but we would like to make a circuit out of it. And so if you have a church that's open and they're not, um, requiring all this craziness with the masks and everything, we would be interested in bringing faith that speaks to your area. And also, if you have a women's retreat that's looking for a speaker, I'm looking to fill up my calendar. And so, um, and again, we're just trusting the Lord for that, but I will link back to in the show notes today how you can do that. You can, or you can just simply go to HeidiStJohn.com and click on the speakers tab and you'll see a couple different options there for ways to bring either me out for your event or to host Faith That Speaks. Uh, Faith That Speaks doesn't cost you anything to bring in. We bring a team in and we charge for tickets for that. That's how we get uh, reimbursed for our flights and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you're interested in helping us do that, we would love to put a circuit together whereby we make a little tour around the country and we're really interested in doing that. So those things are um, kind of on our heart and uh, we hope you guys will join us in making those things happen if that's what the Lord wants. So many of you have been writing into me about your heartache over friendships that have kind of gone uh, sideways, I guess, in the middle of COVID. And over the years, I was thinking about this because my husband and I have developed many friendships over the course of our, you know, almost 32 years of marriage. And some of them were temporary and others have continued year after year. And we have dear friends that live halfway across the country. Um, and within those relationships, we have found friends who have laughed and cried with us, um, celebrated with us, comforted us in times of mourning. And I got to thinking about this the other day when I got a letter that was especially heartbreaking from one of you that sent me a Christmas card. And in it, 
this mom was just saying how lonely she was, that she felt alone in her, uh, her desire to really just to um, lean into the truth of God's word and to not compromise his word. And that decision that she and her family made to not compromise had cost them friendship. And we want our friendships, don't we, to be real and honest and transparent. Uh, Goodness knows we're not getting that from our churches right now in many respects. Definitely not getting it from the government. We're watching all kinds of crazy things happening. It makes us feel sort of up and down. And I think that um, as we kind of pursue our friendships in the, the weeks and months to come, we need to keep in mind this idea that iron sharpens iron. The Bible says that's what our friendship should be like. And I think some of us are finding out that what we thought was a deep level friendship really isn't. Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, right? This is what I've been telling you guys. Pastors, open your churches. Let us not neglect meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other even now as we see the day of his return drawing near. And I've been focusing on the Hebrews 10.25 part about not forsaking the gathering, but the first part of that is let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, to acts of love and good works. And I'm going to ask you, I guess, what is it, what kinds of acts and love and good works are you, is the Lord using you to motivate somebody else to? I think it's easy for us, especially when we're feeling sorry for ourselves or we're frustrated with, with what's going on around us to sort of want to withdraw, right? And the walls go up and we, and we, uh, we want to sort of turn our focus inward, but that's never been God's heart. And so for those of you who are struggling in your friendships right now, first thing, I guess I would encourage you, there's people who have like lost friendships over um, politics. And like I said before, there can be peace among us without us living in unity. Maybe we're not, maybe that's not your dinner partner or the person that you call on the phone all day long, but God wants us to sharpen one another. And so we want to be looking for how that happens. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, walk with the wise and become what? Wise. But if you associate with fools, you get in trouble. Proverbs 18, 24, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. And finally, Proverbs 27, verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And we were having a conversation uh, after Christmas in my family, and there's a lot of us, you guys. Oh, for goodness sake, I have, you know, five sisters, and we come from... Um, different perspectives in a lot of ways. And there are most things we agree on, but some things that we don't. And there was one thing that we were talking about the other day that we disagreed about. And I, I just looked at my brother-in-law and I said, I'm actually enjoying this conversation because this is an iron sharpening iron moment. These are people that love the Lord and we have two different perspectives on something. And we would make a point and he would go, oh yeah, I, didn't, I hadn't thought about that. And he would say something, we'd go, okay, well, that's let's keep talking. This is really important. We are supposed to be sharpening each other. It doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. We want to agree on the essentials, and I'll get to that more in a minute. But we want to be, this. the proverb that I just read, it tells us we have a need for constant fellowship with each other. God didn't make us to be alone, right? That's Genesis, uh, I think it's chapter two. We weren't meant to be 
alone. This is why the lockdowns are so devastating. This is why the stupid social distancing and all this garbage, you know, we're treating each other now, not like people, but rather like viruses, you know, that we might hurt each other. And it's a terrible way to live. And the saints in the early church recognized, like, read the book of Acts, you guys. In fact, that might be a good thing we'll do next at MomStrong International. These guys devoted themselves to their communities. They devoted themselves to teaching, to fellowship, to communion, and to prayer, and all corporate activities that provided opportunities. Why? To sharpen each other. They're, they're sharpening each other. And they do that first by meeting together. That's Hebrews 10.25. Don't forsake the gathering. They met together in the Lord's name with the purpose of growing together in Christ. And we're supposed to be doing that. And if you've got somebody in your life that's just, you know, um, hurting you over and over again, then that's a reason to separate. You guys have heard me say before, you know, God never called us to be doormats for Jesus. We're, we're supposed to be committed to truth. But you guys can be encouraging each other. And this is something that has been definitely, uh, the Lord's been using a lot of you guys this season. If you've sent me, you know, Christmas cards and we're talking to each other. And I, I told Jay the other night, it's so amazing to me how God uses us to encourage and spur each other on to love and good works. Right? That's what we're supposed to be doing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. And in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16, we see kind of another sort of angle uh, when we're together and we fear the Lord's name. Those who fear the Lord, they talk with each other. And what did the Lord do in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16? He listened. He heard them. And I think that when we get together and we sharpen each other. The Lord listens. He bends his ear from heaven and he's pleased. Not one word about him, which brings him glory, escapes his notice. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be sharpening each other. Proverbs 133 verse one says, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. And Paul in Hebrews, uh, in Hebrews 10, which we just quoted a few minutes ago. When we don't forsake that getting together, but we encourage each other, it, the result of that is a blessing. It's a blessing. We're going to shine better for the Lord when we're meeting consistently, when we're encouraging each other consistently, when we're talking about the things that unite us and the things that we have harmony over. And so I'm going to encourage you to find your people. It's one of the reasons why we love the Homeschool Resource Center. It's one of the reasons why I keep telling pastors, open your churches. You got to pick one side or the other. But Jesus said, remember to the church in Laodicea, which we've been studying all what for the last three months at MomStrong International, Oh, I wish that you were hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I spit you out of your mouth, out of my mouth. I'm watching these pastors and they're trying to play both sides of the fence. And it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. We want to be in unity with each other. But can I just encourage you? 
there are things which are deal breakers in friendships and there are things which are not. And some of the things that I'm seeing you guys writing to me about are not deal breakers in friendship. There are some people that I absolutely disagree about. Um, even some, uh, some things in Revelation I disagree, but do we get along? Absolutely. There's some friends of mine who we disagree on COVID. And guess what? We're not hanging out. <laughs> We're not hanging out because I'm not going to play the game and they do. But I don't hate them. And I'm hoping that when this is all over, and it will be over at some point, that there can be unity and that there can be friendships be restored. You know, I was talking, we had a staff uh, Christmas party a couple weeks ago, and one of my staffers said to me, imagine what it, what it was like after the Holocaust, and there were Christians who ran and hid and did not help their fellow citizens, the Jews, who are literally being carted off to death. Right, the churches in many cases, those churches in Eastern Europe and Germany in particular, uh, there are articles written, stories written about how uh, when the Jews were being carted off, the the um, the pastors of these churches basically said, "Turn the music up louder," so they couldn't hear what was going on because it wasn't their business, it wasn't their deal. And then when it was all over, the two sides had to come together in church. Can you imagine? Like I'm trying to imagine sitting next to somebody in church that I just had no respect for anymore. And we're going to face some similar struggles as we're coming up. And so probably now is a good time to pray about it. There's so many things happening with the election, so many things that are going to be different in, in 2021. And we need to hear from the Lord. We need to hear from the Lord. And I just want to encourage you. Uh, ask the Lord before you cast somebody out. If if you're not in fellowship for a while, okay. If you had to leave your church, and I know a lot of you did, then be asking the Lord to strengthen you in community as iron sharpens iron. And speaking about iron sharpening iron, I'm going to uh, get to a couple of your questions really quickly. Uh, Jenny from Grafton, Wisconsin, wrote in and said, Heidi, after listening to your podcasts uh, on public school, how do you feel about private Christian school? That's a great question. And again, this is not a deal breaker. So here's my answer to that. And I always tell people, you know, I believe that homeschooling is a better option than a private Christian school. And let me tell you why. Parents who love their children and who are invested in their children will always do a better job in raising their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord than any Christian school will do. And some of you are like, well, I can't believe, I can't believe she just said that. Listen, I went to a private Christian school, all right? So kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. So what is that, 13 years? And a lot of the kids that I went to school with were uh, bad influences on my life. But for me to have been at home would not have been healthy either. I didn't have a healthy home life. And so am I grateful I went to a Christian school? Absolutely. But if you've got a healthy home, I think your kids are better off in a healthy home than they are in any kind of a school environment. And that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that I'm I'm right and you're wrong if you feel differently. If I had the option, and Jay and I did have the option to put our kids in a very uh, well-known and very highly regarded private Christian school many years ago when he was pastoring at a church, they also had a school and they offered us free tuition. And at that point, we were like, this is the holy grail of education, a free Christian school education, because we already knew we weren't going to put our kids back in public school. 
but it was the weirdest thing because I thought for sure we would take them up on it. And as the date for registering our kids grew closer and closer, I didn't have a piece about it and neither did my husband. And one day he just came home from the church and he said, you know, Heidi, I can't, I don't want to do it. Because we want to be the primary influencers in the lives of our children. And this is why I think that parents who are committed and are willing to homeschool their kids will always have a more excellent outcome in, the, in terms of their heart, the heart and minds of their children. Do I think that Christian school is sinful? No. Do I think it can be amazing? Absolutely. And in fact, one of my really good friends is heavily invested in the Christian school movement. What's funny though, is he would, he would tell you, he thinks Christian school is better than homeschooling. And I would tell you, I think homeschooling is better than Christian school. Do we get along? Yes. Do we work together? Yes. Are we mad at each other? Absolutely not. We just come at it from different perspectives. And I think that's okay. And so if you want to send, if, if your choice is to send your kid to a private, if you have the ability to send your kids to a private Christian school, know who the teachers are, know what the, what the school is teaching, what is their uh, um, stance on LGBTQ issues, I would find out all of it. Because believe it or not, even Christian schools are coming under pressure from the government. And if Biden is elected into office, I promise you, as God is my witness, it's going to get worse. And so just know what's going on. If you've got your kids in a Christian school, get involved, for goodness sake. There's some wonderful Christian schools here in the Portland, Vancouver area. Wonderful ones. I'm just thankful that my kids are homeschooled. So we don't have to agree. We can love each other and God will call us to do different things. So I hope I hope that, that encourages you and helps you. I know some of you are struggling through these, you know, these relationship challenges as they have been kind of coming up and changing from time to time. And uh and it's good to do that as iron sharpens iron. You guys, I'm out of time for today. We love you so much. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for just coming and and being a part of what we're doing here at the podcast and over at Firmly Planted Family. Your encouragement to us really is making all the difference in the world. I want to give a couple of donor shout outs to a couple of people who have been making donations to the ministry and to uh, the podcast in particular, Don from Aurora, Oregon, Michelle from Wright City, and Anna from Keensburg, Colorado, who said, thank you, Heidi, for being such a blessing and a bright light of God's truth during these crazy COVID times. You help me stay strong and keep on God's path for myself and for my family. Thank you, Anna, and for everyone who is making donations here at the ministry. If the podcast has been a blessing to you, we would love to hear from you. Uh, your donations are helping us keep this ministry afloat and helping us keep doing what we're doing. So we really appreciate that. If you're interested in making a year-end donation to the nonprofit organization, which is Firmly Planted Family, you can do that by simply going to the show notes today or by mailing a check to us, Firmly Planted Family, uh, at 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. We love you guys. And before I leave, I want to encourage you to join me at MomStrong International. By the way, you do not have to be a mother to do that. MomStrong International was really founded to encourage people who have influence in the life of a child to know God's word and learn how to pass it on to the next generation. So we're not just interested in helping you. We're we're interested in helping you help the younger people that are around you. So we've always had a component in there called Kids Strong, which will help you have conversations with the younger ones. And we are just now starting to do a component called 
15 strong. We're going to add that to it. And uh, you guys are going to get more things as we grow the Bible study that will really give you tools to encourage and engage this new generation that's really coming up. And they're growing up in a lot of confusion. And God's word has the answer. So I hope you guys will check it out. January is a great time to make a commitment to studying the word of God. And we hope you'll do it with us at momstronginternational.com. We love you guys. Have a great day. And I will meet you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.